What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird, the Hick from Salt Lake. Yeah, Hick from French Lake. Whatever. And Eric Fry. Every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another day, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup. You're on a 98.9, the game ESPN radio. What's happening out there, uh, people here on this Tuesday? It's the calm before the storm, they say. As it's a Tuesday, it's Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be. I'm here to uh, help you celebrate. My name is Travis Sparks, saying Eric Fry is not to my right, and I'll be flying solo here today. So, got a good show lined up for you, as always. Coming up, got some local sports to talk about from last night. NTC tournament underway. It gets going really good tonight, just before the weather gets going. Uh, so, we'll talk about that and the schedule changes that are coming to the National Trail Conference tournament this week. And also uh, take a look at the uh, Central Illinois Conference, the uh, boys' bracket. Brackets are out. I don't know if they were out before, but I saw them yesterday, so I'll take a look at uh, those. We also got some college basketball to talk about uh, from last night. A couple of games uh, happened, and a game going on uh, tonight. That's right. The uh, Fighting Illini are back in action in Champaign against the Buckeyes of Ohio State after uh, that uh, ugh. That's that bad loss against Indiana. We'll talk about that as well as we got an update with uh, Coach Underwood and R.J. Melendez met with the media yesterday. And uh, Coach Underwood had a little update on uh, the progress of the Luke Goody. So I'll tell you about that coming up as well here on ESPN Radio. A lot of uh, talk were about uh, the NFL today, uh, but really the thing that has dominated the uh, topic of discussion today is the futures of two uh, future Hall of Fame uh, quarterbacks, and that's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going to throw my two cents in on where I think those uh, two uh, gentlemen will go because it looks like they will not be in uh, there. Well, Rodgers has a better shot of returning to his uh, previous team destination, but it looks like Brady is all but done with uh, the uh, Bucks. And I know that Canty and Carlin filling in for Greeny just a little bit ago. We're talking about uh, Brady's uh, future, and uh, so we'll I'll throw my two cents into the hat as well. And also, I'll talk some uh, other national sports as well. NBA, 
NHL, NHL, as I keep mentioning, winding down the uh, first half before the All-Star game. So I'll definitely uh, dive into uh, some hockey here today. And whatever I get to here on the Trust Hour, I'll get to into the uh, podcast in some sort of uh, fashion. So I uh, got a lot to tackle today and a lot to get through today. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's get it started and uh, let's jump right into it with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off with a little of broadcasting and news up in the booth now here on the radio side. We're a part of the Cardinals radio network. And uh, so well, don't worry, though. Uh, you know, booth's still staying the same with John Rooney and Ricky Horton and whatnot. But on the television side, that uh, was a lot of uh, things to uh, get into there, of course, with the exit of uh, Dan McLaughlin. Wonder who uh, would step in into that lead a play-by-play role. I threw well, my suggestion out there, but it looks like that is not going to go through. But, of course, in a Cardinal fashion, you would think that it was someone who has a strong Cardinal ties or someone uh, ties to uh, the city of St. Louis. And uh, sure enough, that looks like who uh, they are going with. But uh, no official word has been uh, Put out there by Valley Sports Midwest or uh, by the Cardinals. This is just by some uh, Cardinals B writers and some credible sources. I know uh, uh, Derek Gold for the St. Louis Post Dispatch was one of the first people to uh, report this or even suggest this. Not not exactly report it, but uh, throw it out there into the universe. And then uh, a B writer for the Atlanta Braves with the uh, Athletic also uh, pretty much uh, confirmed it. There and uh, these people that are interacting with a certain uh, person person that as was announced the Cardinals uh, play-by-play man I don't think it's the person that that we've hired uh, or it appears that the Cardinals have hired just saying may have some people may have been fooled on Twitter uh, but that's just uh, neither here nor there I guess but uh, in the winter meetings uh, someone brought up uh, to uh, Bill DeWitt uh, Jr. and asked him about uh, hiring of the announcer with uh, strong St. Louis ties and if that was important to uh, the Cardinals organization and Bill DeWitt said I think that's a positive positive aspect of someone's resume I would say that's a part of the mix and I'm all kind of burying the lead here as it appears that the new play-by-play man for Bally Sports of Midwest sitting alongside our new friend uh, Brad Thompson who we caught up with uh, earlier at the uh, Cardinals Caravan a couple weeks ago doing more and more games this season it looks like for Brad and he's gonna have to establish that chemistry with the new play-by-play guy and we got a carry back in the booth. That's right. A, a carry is back in the St. Louis Cardinals broadcast booth. And it appears by all intents and purposes that Chip Carey is going to be a, the a new a play-by-play man for Bally Sports Midwest calling games for the St. Louis Cardinals on the television side. Now, of course, Chip Carey. Yes, that is uh, Harry Carey's uh, grandson. And, of course, uh, Chip Carey's uh, father, Skip Carey, was a, a radio man and a long time for the Atlanta Braves as well, and he even called some games for the Atlanta Hawks franchise when it was in St. Louis uh, before they moved uh, the franchise to uh, Atlanta uh, there. So uh, we have a carry back in the St. Louis broadcast booth, and it's a chip carry. Now, uh, you're wondering, well, uh, he was in the Atlanta Braves organization for the past, oh, 
uh, I think what they said since 2005 or something like that is uh, where Chip Carey has been uh, the last uh, few years or so. Uh, there he also did some uh, national uh, calling for uh, TBS and Fox as well. And of course, the one thing that I remember about Chip Carey is that not only is he the grandson of Harry Carey, but uh, I remember him as the voice of the Cubs on uh, WGN, you know, those uh, famous not, um, you know, it was a story here on the sh- on the program that we always talk about, about the home run chase of 1998. And it's kind of what drew me into baseball and what kind of drew me in with Mark McGuire and uh, whatnot. So I I remember Chip calling the home runs for uh, Sammy Sosa. So uh, if you're wondering what uh, the uh, voice of uh, Chip Carey sounds like, well, I pulled some sound bites uh, for you to uh, check out the uh, voice that we'll have to be getting used to hearing on the television side for the St. Louis Cardinals. So here is Chip Carey with some of his calls. The 2-1. So there you go. Those were a couple of his previous calls on WGN when he was the voice of the Cubs from 1998 to 2004 on that network. And then that was his previous stop there at Bally Sports South for the Atlanta Braves. So uh, not switching teams in the sense of uh, Bally Sports, but uh, switching teams. It looks like Chip Carey will be the new play-by-play guy for Bally Sports uh, Midwest. So, uh, of course, uh Chip is a uh, St. Louis a native uh, as well uh, from uh, the area. He's spent the past 18 season as the Braves play-by-play guy, um, and it's expected to become official for either today or uh, Wednesday. And, of course, uh, Skip Carey was uh, born in St. Louis and graduated from uh, high school there in uh, the St. Louis area and briefly uh, lived in Atlanta and moved back to uh, Missouri there. So his family does have ties to uh, the uh, city of uh, St. Louis. And, of course, Harry broadcasted with uh, Jack Buck from 1945 to uh, 1969. That's right. You know, you think of Harry Carey. What is the first thing you think of? You think of the big old glasses, and you think of uh, some of the calls that maybe Will Ferrell and uh, Ryan Dempster have uh, impersonated. But uh, you think of him as the Chicago Cubs. But actually, he had a couple of previous stops before uh, his tenure began there with uh, the Cubs, including the one on the opposite side of town he had a little bit of a short little stint with the White Sox as well but uh, from 1945 to 1969 Harry Carey uh, broadcasted there with uh, St. Louis the St. Louis Browns and also had some uh, basketball as well and then he went to uh, W and then he went to the White Sox and then he went to uh, the Cubs with WGM and uh, actually uh, he was uh, Chip was supposed to take over uh, for Harry Carey and they were actually supposed to do some games together in 1998 but of course, Harry uh, passing away just two months before the start of the baseball season in uh, 1998. And uh, Skip 
uh, Carey, his uh, late father, uh, was a uh, voice of the St. Louis Hawks of the ABA. And then they moved the franchise to Atlanta in 1968. And uh, Chip and Skip would actually broadcast Braves games together in Atlanta for three uh, seasons prior to his father's death in 2008. So it looks like we got an old Carey back in the booth of uh, St. Louis. And his name is uh, Chip Carey. And he was the uh, Braves uh, play-by-play uh, guy from 1991 to 1992. And then had another stint from 2005 to 2009. And then that's where he's been to 2010 to last year uh, there. And also had a little bit of stint with uh, Seattle, looks like. And, of course, uh, Fox and a TBS national broadcast as well. So uh, get ready to hear the uh, dulcet tones of Chip Carey. For Bally Sports Midwest doing games with uh, Brad Thompson and the fellas uh, there. So uh, I think this is uh, a great hire, even though it does kind of invoke feelings of Chicago Cubs uh, with his voice. That's kind of what I think. Maybe I'll have to retrain that aspect. Hey, he's got some ties to the new uh, uh, Chicago Cubs shortstop. Uh, there as well knows him uh, quite well there within his time in Atlanta of course talking about Danzy Swanson there but Chip Carrier going to be the uh, new lead voice for Bally Sports Midwest again it's yet to be uh, confirmed by Bally Sports Midwest or uh, by the uh, St. Louis Cardinals but a bunch of different uh, B writers and uh, new outlets are pretty much uh, unofficially confirming uh, this so uh, welcome Chip Carrier to uh, the broadcast booth back in a uh, Carrier back in St. Louis so uh, look forward to uh, the new season for that on the television side but of course you can hear every single game 162 games of St. Louis Cardinal baseball including uh, spring training games as well right here on the Cardinals radio network and we're less than 50 days away from the world baseball classic so we're less than 50 days from spring training as well so that is a very exciting and new play-by-play guy for the St. Louis Cardinals is Chip Carey. So uh, let's uh, step away and I'll be back to talk some local sports from last night. NTC tournament tipped off and we'll find out who Altamont uh, will take on a Today, I should say, not even tonight, kind of early evening uh, there with the schedule changes there that I'll get you up to date with on what the schedule looks like for the NTC tournament today. And also take a look at the Central Illinois Conference uh, Boys Tournament brackets as well. It's all coming up here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. It's here! It's here! Uh, please sign here. Yes, my brand new laptop! I love... Oh, there is a scratch on the lid. Mom! Eight out of ten refurbished computers have something on the blink. So if this happens, call Worth Computer Repair. Martin can fix everything from your battery to your internal hard drive. And he'll come to you anywhere, anytime. Call Worth Computer Repair. 618-292-1002. That's 618-292-1002. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. 
Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off at heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $79.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. Shop limited-time deals at the Truckload event at Lowe's, happening now. Save big on your favorites across the store. During this event, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories. Plus, find the perfect floor tile for your home for less. Get up to 50% off select styles while you can. Head to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the Truckload event today. Valid 1229-125 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Discount taken at time of purchase. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, I noticed it's been a few minutes since you thought about when your quarterback ran into his own teammate and fumbled, technically forcing his own fumble, and then the other team took it in for a score, and then you couldn't turn on the TV for a month without being constantly reminded of the time your quarterback fumbled. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A's live at mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new restaurant. Chase Banker is helping him go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9, the uh, game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks here hanging out with you until the uh, noon hour here on ESPN radio. Let's take a look at some local sports uh, that happened last night. Only uh, th- about three games uh, have here to report on locally. And those involved the little line eye conference tournament as well as the NTC tournament. One of the best weeks uh, of all uh, tipped off last night. And in the first game, it was uh, the uh, seeds going true to form as Nioga, the eighth seed, they defeated the ninth seed CHBC by the final of 61 to 43. And Nioga jumped out to the seven point lead after the first quarter. They they extended that out. They led a 10, uh, 27 to 17 at the half, and then 46 to 31 after uh, three quarters. Uh, Reynolds led the way for Nioga, including four from beyond the arc. He had 19 uh, points, or Richards had 17, and uh, Sheehan had 11. 
double-figure scorers for Nioga. Uh, CHBC, they were led by Wojcik. He had 15, and Radloff had 10 points. So Nioga improves to a 7-14 on the season, and CHBC drops to a 6-15. I have them down four, so that means... Nioga, they advance on, and the CHB sli- CHBC slides into the consolation side of the uh, bracket for the NTC. And uh, we got a matchup of the Indians today as it's Altamana versus uh, Nioga. These two teams have not yet faced off this season, so uh, looking forward to uh, that game and a little bit of a, a time change that I'll tell you about. Coming up here in uh, just a second, but I uh, wanted to mention uh, the other couple of guys' games last night and get to some girls' basketball that happened last night back into regular season play. Uh, but the little con- little Illini Conference Tournament continued on last night in the consolation side uh, there in Olney as it was Robinson defeating Marshall 76-53. to uh, 53. Uh, Robinson jumped on them early as they went out to the 18-3 first quarter lead, and then they led 42-24. to 24. At the half, so Robinson improves to 13 and nine, and Marshall they improve to a two and eight on the or two and 18 on the season is what they do there in that matchup, and also uh, we had the. Um, let's see here on the other consolation game. It was Mount Carmel over a Paris by the final of 59 to 49. There as Mount Carmel now 15 and nine and Paris drops to a nine and a 14 on the uh, season. So uh, that means that uh, scheduled uh, for uh, tomorrow. I haven't seen an update for this uh, schedule. I just have the bracket in front of me of that uh, Marshall and Paris were uh, supposed to square off uh, tomorrow and uh, Robinson and Mount Carmel also was supposed to square off uh, there tomorrow as well on the consolation of uh, things. But again, with the impending weather, there was some schedule changes both to uh, moving up the times for today, the game in the Little Illini, as the championships and my finals were tonight and also affecting the NTC tournament as well. So imagine uh, all these tournaments are being affected by the incoming snow uh, that we're supposed to see uh, later on uh, tonight and then into a Wednesday. So uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, girls basketball that uh, happened last night as it was uh, St. Anthony after uh, falling in the uh, championship game in the NTC uh, championship on Saturday. They bounced back and they defeated South Central 72-62, to but it didn't come easy as uh, St. Anthony jumped out to the seven-point lead after one and 27 points in the second quarter for St. Anthony, 44-20 to at the half. And you say, Travis, it didn't come easy. Well, that's because because South Central really poured it on in the uh, second half. They outscored St. Anthony in the entire second half, 42-28. to uh, 28. But unfortunately, uh, uh, too much of a hole there, 27 points, too much to overcome there letting up there in the uh, second quarter. South Central did have 20 points in the uh, third to make it 53-40 to 40 after three. And uh, they also uh, put up another 20 spot in the uh, fourth quarter as well, but ultimately falling there by 10 to uh, St. Anthony. Fairday led the way for the Bulldogs. She had 22. Warner Hyde at 21. Ruha at 12. And Nuxall had it at 10 points as well. So four players in double figures there for St. Anthony. That is a recipe for success. Uh, Webster, she had a, a big game. 30 points so she dropped and Swift had 13. Garrett had it 10. Now St. Anthony, they pick up win number 20. They're 20 and 5, and they're also still undefeated in regular season NTC play. They're 6 and 0, and uh, South Central drops to 10 and 14 and 0 and 6 in NTC play. 
Brownstown gets some revenge after a falling in the third place game on a Saturday. Well, Brownstown gets the win here in the regular season matchup with North Clay, and it was 52-42. to Didn't start out so well for Brownstown. North Clay did jump out to the 10-point lead, 13-3 to after one, but then a 21-6 to second quarter for Brownstown gave them the lead 24-19 at the half. They also led 45-29 after three and they would obviously go on to win. Seaball uh, led the way for Brownstown. She had a 29. I didn't see any statistics for North Clay, so I do apologize for that. But uh, Brownstown picks up win number 19 on the season. I have them down for 19 and 8 on the year, and they're 5 and 1 in the NTC. And North Clay, they fall to 2 and 4 in the NTC and 13 and 9 overall. It was also Nioga in girls basketball picking up the win over CHBC of 58-2-45. This one was in Nioga, I believe, as CHBC. Uh, they had the three-point lead after one, 16-13, but then a uh, comeback in the second quarter for Nioga gave them the lead, 26-25. Nioga would lead 41-34 after three. And we finish things off in the fourth. Sydney Richards, she had 24. Hackman had 12. Campbell had 10 double-figure scores for Nioga. Uh, Hecker led the way for CHBC. She had 17, and Rodman had it at 12. So and Nioga continuing uh, their uh, trek after winning the NTC uh, tournament on Saturday. They approved the 24-3 and overall. 6-1 and one in the NTC, and uh, CHBC falls to 4-2 and two in the National Trail Conference, and 14-8 and eight I have them down for in uh, the regular season. It was Sarah Gordo winning over Cumberland, a big 61-20. Sarah Gordo led 35-9 at the half and obviously would cruise to the victory. Uh, Sarah Gordo picks up win number 17. They're 17-7 overall. 3-2 in the Lincoln Prairie and Cumberland Falls to 14-10. And, 10 and uh, first loss, I have them down for in Lincoln Prairie Conference action as well, 4-1 and one now. It was Newton over Marshall by a close margin, 49-45. Newton jumped out to the early lead, 10-4. They led by only four at the half, so Marshall came back a little bit. 18-14 was Newton's lead. Uh, at halftime, and then they want, uh, led 32-23 after three quarters as well. 22 fourth quarter points by Marshall. Almost pulled off the comeback, but fell a little bit short there. Uh, Kessler, Odell, Cameron Martin, they all three had 10 points apiece, and Bennett as well was in double figures as well. Actually, maybe those players had 11. I think that was right. Uh, Kessler, Odell, Cameron Martin all had 11, and Bennett added 10 points as well. Scott led the way for Marshall. She had 20 in the loss. So Newton now 500 in the little line. I two and two and 11 and 13 overall. Marshall is now 14 and 12 overall and three and three in the little line. I Mount Carmel, they defeated Casey 45 to 19. So Mount Carmel picks up win number 12 and they're four and two in the LIC. Now Casey slides to 0 and five in little line I play. It was Olney over Lawrenceville, 64 to 28. Olney picking up win uh, number 11. And they're also 4 and 2 in the Little Illini. And Lawrenceville falls to 0 and 5 in the Little Illini. And we had an upset as Robinson takes down a Paris. Looked at several different sources for this. And it looks like I can confirm that Robinson did pull off the upset and beat Paris by the final of 
40 to uh, 38, getting a little bit of revenge of the Little Illini Conference Tournament last Thursday, and Robinson picks up the regular season win. So uh, that was a big win for the Maroons as that throws a wrench in the Paris' plans for a regular season uh, conference title as now. Paris only third loss of the season, and they're 22 and three and four and one in the Little Illini now. Robinson 17 and seven and five and one in the Little Illini now, and obviously that big uh, win over Paris uh, there to kind of leapfrog them in the standings. Uh, but uh, so a huge win for the Maroons last night. Tri County, uh, they also got a big win in the Lincoln Prairie as they defeated Arcola 53 to uh, 23. Lady Titans are now are 19 and six on the season, kind of quietly uh, 19 and six on the season as well. They coming off their Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament Championship of their own right, and Arcola have them down for their first loss in conference as well. They were seven and one now and Lincoln Prairie action in 17 and 6 overall and it was St. Joe Ogden over Mattoon 52 to 49 there and also another late score that I wanted to add that Vandalia they picked the win number 17 on the season and they did it in overtime over Chrysler Rock 46 to 43 uh Forbes had 13 points for the Vandals Satterway had 12 and Eckhart had 10 points as well so uh Vandalia now 17 and 8 on the season after their third place in their own midwinter tournament there in Vandalia last weekend. So uh, that is it for uh, the action that happened last night. And uh, let's take a look at the action that is scheduled for uh, today. And a lot of games happening there at the NTC tournament in Altamonte tonight. As we originally were only supposed to have two, but due to the impending weather coming up on a Wednesday or tonight into tomorrow uh, they have moved the Wednesday games to tonight that's right four games tonight in the NTC so it kind of feels like the NTC uh, championship Saturday on a Tuesday as we have Altamont starting it off the number one overall seed against the eighth seed at Neoga and that will be at uh, four o'clock and we'll begin the broadcast start time about 345 I'd say is when we'll get on the air approximately uh, they're over there on our sister station Jack FM so you don't want to miss that Altamont's first game there in the uh, conference tournament and we'll see if Neoga maybe they can be like this playing game in college basketball they can keep this uh, thing going possibly and if Eric was here I'm going to go ahead and make the prediction for him an Indian will win this game tonight just throwing it out there but the action will start at four o'clock that's a little bit of a, a time change there as it was originally scheduled for 6 15 but to fit all four games in tonight before the weather hits they are starting at four o'clock and I believe doors are going to open there at Altamont I heard at like 3 40 is when the doors will be open to the public uh, there so uh, and then uh, following uh, that game at approximately 5.30 uh, will be uh, the uh, four-seed wins of two straws against the five-seed uh, Dietrich. And then uh, the uh, Wednesday sessions will also be played uh, tonight as well. So we moved it up as now uh, starting approximately at uh, 7 o'clock, it will be uh, North Clay, the two-seed, taking on the seventh-seed, South Central. And then the uh, three-seed, St. Anthony, will take on the uh, uh, six seed at St. Elmwood Brownstown there at approximately 8.30 uh, tonight. So uh, due to some impending weather, the uh, schedule being uh, shaken up uh, there. So you get four games tonight in the NTC. So that's uh, very awesome uh, to 
uh, have. And of course, uh, a reminder that if you've uh, just wanted to pass this along from the information that, that we had, that if you uh, have purchased a black seat ticket for uh, uh, the uh, Tuesday sessions of game two and three, you're asked to sit the, uh, in those for only games two and three. And those that purchased uh, black seats for uh, game four and five, you'll have those uh, seats. So uh, cooperation with that, they're asking fans to only sit in their black seats for the session that they purchased. So uh, if you uh, St. Anthony fans or St. Elmo, North Clay, South Central, uh, you know, if you want to get there early, that's fine. But uh, you're asked to only sit in those seats if you're um, <clears throat> into that session. And same goes for the four teams, Altima, Nioga, Winston Two Straws, Dietrich fans. Uh, if you purchase the black seat tickets, you're only supposed to sit in those seats for those two games. And then uh, you're supposed to head out uh, after that. You can still stick around, but uh, maybe you move up to the uh, bleachers uh, there and uh, wa- stick around and watch North Clay, South Central, St. Anthony, St. Uh, Elmo. So it should be a, a fun night, full night of uh, basketball tonight in uh, the ATC. So we're looking forward to uh, that. And I'll get started 4 o'clock, Altamana versus Nioga today. League of Prairie Conference Tournament also continues on in Argenta tonight as well. We got uh, games going on at the Junior High Gym and the uh, Consolation side. It's Heritage against Villa Grove. Little rivalry matchup there. Uh, Blue Ridge against Argenta and uh, Tri-County taking on Ala. And in the High School Gym, the uh, semifinals or maybe it's not the semifinals, maybe it's just the quarterfinals. Uh, but this is the championship side of the bracket. It's Decatur LSA, the number one seed, 19 and 0. They're taking on the uh, Cumberland Pirates, and that game can be heard on a WCRA, our other sister station there. And that is going to be at six o'clock. And then in the other uh, game, it's Saragordo against Oka Valley there. And uh, those consolation games will be in the junior high gym and uh, the. Uh, Decatur LSA, Cumberland, Saragordo, Cobb Valley will be in the high school gym there in Argenta tonight. And Eric will have coverage for you over there tonight with Decatur LSA and the uh, Cumberland uh, Pirates tonight. We'll see if uh, what happens in this rematch of uh, not too long ago there for the Lions and the Pirates. Can the Pirates pull off an upset there in the LPC uh, tournament? We'll be looking out for that uh, for sure. And also the Little Line Conference Tournament continues on in Olney tonight and a little bit of a time change there as uh, the Olney and Lawrenceville game will now be played at uh, 6 o'clock, so just kind of moved up the times for the uh, impending weather uh, later on uh, tonight. So uh, that game uh, between the number one seed, Olney, and four seed, Lawrenceville, will start at 6 o'clock now. And then the second semifinal uh, will be a Casey against a Newton at a 7.30 tonight. So uh, still games going on there, just bumping up the times for the uh, semifinals there. So make sure everyone uh, gets home safely there after the tournament concludes. We also have Tuscola against uh, Arthur uh, Oka Christian. Vandalia goes on the road again. I saw something on I-70 Sports this morning that Vandalia traveling for the eighth straight road game for the uh, Vandals. I know they were in the Benton tournament uh, this past weekend, but man, eight straight road games, and they'll have to travel to Mawikwa, uh tonight. FEM is also uh, at Oblong Powhut, 
and a big one in Tatopolis. This should be an entertaining game as Tatopolis is hosting Mount Zion, and Mount Zion is at top of the Apollo right now as uh, they have the impressive record of 20 and a 2 overall. So, uh, Braves, of course, we know the, the tough schedule that they play. They have the Braves come calling uh, tonight in a T Town, so that should be a very entertaining uh, game. So, I'll be at the NTC tournament tonight, keeping a one eye out on that T Town score against Mount Zion, you rest assured that. And we'll be uh, back in some sort of a fashion uh, tomorrow to report about these scores and report about the NTC uh, tournament. And, of course, stick to our website, femradio.com, of the story up about Altamont and uh, the uh, games tonight coming up later on this evening on the website, femradio.com. Also wanted to uh, talk about the uh, Central Illinois Conference Tournament brackets that they revealed on the boys' side of things recently. And all these games are going to be played in Decatur at uh, St. Teresa. And uh, the uh, brackets were revealed for that as looks like uh, Clinton is the uh, number one overall seed for the Central Illinois Conference. And, yep, Clinton Maroons, they're 18-5 and five on the season. That checks out. And I thought maybe Tuscola had a shot at it, but it uh, looks like uh, Clinton gets the edge there. They'll take on the eighth seed, Central A&M, on a Saturday is when this uh, tips off. And it'll all begin at 3 o'clock there with Clinton versus A&M. Following that game will be the fourth seed, Shelbyville, and uh, they'll be taking on the fifth seed, Warrensburg-Latham. The two seed, uh, Tuscola, as they'll take on the seventh seed, uh, Sullivan, at 6 o'clock. And then the three seed, uh, St. Teresa, uh, they will take on the sixth seed and make in a Meridian there on Saturday as well in the last game of the night. So uh, hopefully a weather is not a factor this weekend as well. I thought I saw on the news last night that another system is going to be uh, heading in later on in the week. But we got to get through the one that's coming in tonight and tomorrow. So uh, hopefully everyone uh, stay safe out there if you're traveling to uh, some of these games long distances uh, coming home tonight if uh, the weather starts to uh, pick up. I don't think it's supposed to uh, really start until later in the night, so everybody should be home at that point. But uh, definitely uh, be weather aware tonight and uh, tomorrow as well if you're out and about. And that's why some of these games are getting uh, moved up because we need to get these conference games uh, conference tournament games in and why they're trying to fit them into the schedule uh, tonight. We also have some more action for you tonight on the way of our networks, and it's right here on 98.9. It's Illinois fighting Illini. They're against Ohio State. We'll talk about that game as well as what happened in college basketball last night and what else is happening in the college basketball world uh, coming up here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 
and we'll go beyond the expected for you. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Wendy's nose cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night. Until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. The Hoop Collective Podcast. I'm at our ESPN LA studios. You may remember that Bev did a couple of days of work for ESPN last year. Oh, I remember. I was on with him. He left a gorgeous Dolce & Gabbana suit here that is just spectacular. You should wear it on TV today, Brian. I do not believe it will fit me, only because the arms are too long. You're across the street. Come over and get it. It's got to be at least a $7,000 suit. The Hoop Collective Podcast. Listen on the ESPN app or wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup trophy. Tigers enter at four and five, while the Gamecocks are five and four. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with a sickness as he's dealing with an illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup on 98.9 and the game. I thought that right was there. a good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was I I definitely wrote that down to uh, <laughs> save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9, the game. Travis Sparks with your Sports Center update. The Blues will try to get back in the win column when they host the Buffalo Sabres at Enterprise Center tonight. The Blues are coming off a 5-3 to loss to the Blackhawks on Saturday. We'll move on from that. That snapped a two-game, uh, well, it says winning streak, but it's not a winning streak. Uh, the Blues are in sixth place in the Central Division with 49 points and a 23-21 and, and a 3 record. The Bulls dominated the fourth quarter en route to a 111-100 win over the Atlanta Hawks at United Center. The Bulls outscored the Hawks 33-22 after the game was tied heading into the final frame. Demir DeRozan poured in 26 in the victory while Zach Levine chipped in with 20. Chicago was in 10th place in the Eastern Conference at 22-24. and 24. The Bulls was at Indiana tonight. Speaking of the Blackhawks, they'll try to get back in the win column when they visit the Vancouver Canucks at Rogers Arena tonight. Chicago has a three-game win streak, legit three-game win streak, by the <laughs> Los Angeles Kings in a 2-1 loss on a Sunday. Uh, the Blackhawks are in last place in the Central Division with 32 points and a 42-27-4. A record. The Northwestern Wildcats snacked a two-game losing streak, not streak, but uh, beating Wisconsin 66-63. Uh, Matthew Nicholson hit a pair of free throws with just over two minutes left in a regulation to give Northwestern the lead for good. Northwestern improved to 13-5 and and 4-3 and in the Big Ten. The Wildcats are at Nebraska tomorrow night, and the Colts are yet are set to meet with another Niners defensive coordinator. And welcome back in to uh, the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 of the uh, game. Travis Sparks here, and also I'm hitting you with the Sports Center hits as well. Uh, C minus on that uh, Sports Center read uh, right there. I think could have did uh, 
had some room for improvement there. Hey, speaking of the Northwestern Wildcats picking up the win over Wisconsin, yeah, how about Northwestern uh, doing it after having a couple of games canceled in the past week, and they come out and then they beat Nebraska in the crazy world, the wacky world. That is the Big Ten, and we'll talk about a Big Ten matchup uh, coming up tonight here at the State Farm Center. Uh, but uh, action that happened last night uh, elsewhere in the top 25. Kansas goes down again as they just got beat by TCU over the weekend, and they lose to a Baylor here, 75-69. to uh, 69. So Kansas not only were number two in the country, and they were at number nine, now they're going to free fall even more in the new polls that are going to come out uh, next week. So uh, Jayhawks free-falling in the uh, polls coming up. And also in a double overtime, looks like New Mexico might be out of the top 25 as well after just getting back into it. The Lobos, they lost to Nevada, 97-94 high-scoring affair there out west last night. And also there was uh, a little scuffle, people being held back there after a a foul. And this was in double overtime as well. So high-scoring affair there out west. So uh, Nevada picking up the win over the Lobos. All right, what is happening tonight in the uh, top 25? Let's take a look. As is number 20, Miami against Florida State. There. Oklahoma State, they're at number 10 at Texas, and Georgia Tech is at number 24, Clemson. And also in the Big Ten tonight, we got a Big Ten clash there in Champaign, of course, but Penn State is also at Rutgers as well. Rutgers just lost, and they got out of the top 25. But at 6 o'clock will be the tip-off. 5 o'clock will be approximately the broadcast start time tonight for the Fighting Illini as they're taking on the Ohio State of Buckeyes coming to Champaign this evening. And Buckeyes 3-5, and 11-8, kind of flirted with the top 25. They kind of like Illinois a little bit. They've always flirted with the top 25. Uh, there and of course you know they don't blow you away offensively early but um, you know we'll, we'll see what Ohio State uh, brings coming in to uh, tonight's game and we'll see here if my computer would ever load as uh, Coach Underwood and Melendez they had some uh, media availability yesterday and uh, had a, an injury update as well on Luca Goody of course, uh, looking forward to uh, getting him back. Supposed to be one of the uh, breakout stars with RJ uh, this season. But uh, Coach Underwood is hopeful that Luke Eddy will return to a full practice before the end of the month. And uh, uh, Coach Underwood said, quote, Luke is still doing uh, everything individually. Um, he was cleared to get ready for practice. Now the next step is actually a pounding on the foot, doing ball stuff, doing individual workouts. Uh, Sunday he did play some one-on-one, two-on-two, where he's actually uh, planting and doing some of those things. He'll have another couple of days of that to make sure the foot isn't sore and there's no swelling. I think there's one more x-ray. If everything is good there, he'll be able to come back to practice, we hope, sometime in the next week, six, seven to eight days so uh very good news and luke also said he felt great feels great uh, earlier this month so it looks like luke goody is on the uh, fast track to returning sometime very very soon so it'll be a welcome addition to have him back 
And also, Illini trying to bounce back after that embarrassing loss to Indiana uh, last week. And uh, Coach Underwood talked about uh, just them being on a uh, grind, what, the past 18 days or however many days it was that they've been, uh, it seems like they've been at it with practice or a game or whatnot. So they've had a little bit of rest uh, now really for the first time in a few weeks. So uh, hopefully that uh, does them some good as, you know, hopefully it'll be a bounce back performance at home. That's what we kind of said about uh, Indiana. We thought that it would be uh, continuing this thing going uh, at home. You feel a lot more confident in that, but now you're not so sure. It just kind of seems like Illinois doing what the rest of the Big Ten is, kind of streaky uh, this season in just their performances. Um, Ohio State is a third in a scoring in the Big Ten and also second in rebounding for us. That's uh, been one of the big bugaboos uh, for the last couple of losses uh, for uh, the Illini. So uh, we'll see if they can battle on the boards there. Definitely, hopefully looking for a bounce back performance from danger uh, there. Ohio State doesn't really have anyone kind of like that in the post like Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, but uh, obviously, uh, they're doing all right if they're third in scoring, and uh, obviously rebounding will have to be a, a big factor in uh, tonight's matchup as well. And uh, so uh, we'll see what happens there tonight, and you can hear the uh, dulcet tones of uh, Brian Barnhart here on the uh, Fighting Illini Network here again. 6 o'clock will be uh, the uh, tip-off approximately, and 5 o'clock will be uh, the uh, broadcast uh, start time. So it uh, looks like I'll have to have multiple eyes everywhere. I'll be at the NTC tournament tonight. I'll have one eye on the tournament, one eye on the T-Town score with Mount Zion, and I'll have one eye on the Illini game as well. It'll be a perfect timing as well. The uh, uh, You can listen to the Altima game and call the Altima game, and then afterwards watch a little uh, Illini basketball as well so uh, shaping up perfectly uh tonight and i appreciate that it's a six o'clock start and not another eight o'clock uh start there so we'll see what happens tonight and we'll report about it in some sort of a fashion and tomorrow with uh, the Illini and the Buckeyes set to square off tonight. So uh, let's close out the show and up against the clock. And let's talk a little Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Everyone else is doing on sports radio today, so why not me as well? So we'll close out talking about the futures of those two quarterbacks coming up here to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. With Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. The NFL playoffs are heating up, and the easiest way to get into all the action is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. Don't miss out. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. one 1-8- 777 stop in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Chicago Alderman George Card- Cardenas, whatever, believes the city should take drastic measures to keep the Bears in the Windy City. The starting lineup. What was that Chicago Bears guy name there? Like, ah, who cares? George Card- Cardenas. Cardenas. I don't know who that is. I was going to say, uh, I, the only George I know from Chicago, George Hallis. Yes. The it's only, only George that matters. Only one that matters. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. The game only here on 98.9 for, say, a smidge a bit longer. And uh, some people's quarterbacks' futures are in question. And, uh, well, it's old Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, everyone kind of uh, debating uh, their futures uh, today, especially after uh, Tom Brady was just on his uh, podcast, uh, the Let's Go podcast, of course, with him and host Jim Gray. And they got a little testy there. I'm sure you've heard of the audio by now. I know Canty and Carlin filling in for Greeny today. Uh, played it on uh, that show. And uh, Jim Gray just simply asked Tom Brady, if he had a, a timetable for making his uh, future decision of where he's going to play, because it certainly sounded like he was not going to play in uh, Tampa after the game uh, that he lost to the Cowboys uh, the other week. And uh, Tom Brady snappily replied, Jim, if I knew what I was going to bleep and do, I would have bleep and done it. And he said he was taking it a, a day out of time there. And so... Um, Got a little, uh, say he said that Jim was itching. Well, that's what everyone wants to know, Tom. And uh, you can't, I, I've said it before, you know, he's going to have to take as much time as he needs, but he's got to make a decision one way or the other, not maybe what team he's going to go to, uh, but also uh, if he wants to just flat out retire or not, he's going to make a decision and it's got to be it. And he's got to live with it. So that's a big decision uh, if he wants to walk away uh, from football. But he's already walked away from so much uh, already. So no one's really expecting to uh, give it up entirely. Uh, two teams that everyone's kind of talking about is the, the Dolphins uh, because of their tampering stuff that they already uh, got into uh, with him. Like I just keep saying, personally, that would be uh, funny to me. I know the first person I would send a Tom Brady jersey to uh, if he would go to uh, the uh, Dolphins. Um, and uh, the uh, Raiders has also been talked about as well uh, with uh, some connections as well with uh, Josh McDaniels there and also some connections in New England as well. 
Bill O'Brien returns and rehired as the Patriots offensive coordinator as well for the um, disastrous tenure for Bill O'Brien with the Texans and, of course, very successful Alabama offensive coordinator, but back with the Patriots, maybe possibly to entice a reunion with Brady as well, kind of recap it. We've seen it with Albert in St. Louis. Could we have another reunion tour with the Patriots and Tom Brady? I don't know. We'll just have to see. I, I do think he, whoever doesn't get uh, Brady uh, will get Rodgers the, or Raiders that I'm talking about. Uh, I could totally uh, see that happening. Uh, but uh, Dominic Fer- Foxworth, uh, he came out with uh, his, the top five destinations uh, that he thinks is for Aaron Rodgers for his future. And this would have to be a trade uh, scenario. And those are number five, the Tennessee Titans. And I've always talked about it, the, the connection with Brady as well with uh, Coach Rabel. But the Titans really have any offensive weapons as well. And same goes for Rodgers as well. We've seen... Rodgers kind of take a little bit of time to mesh, and it took like half the season to mesh with uh, the whiteouts. They had to drag Randall Cobb back into the situation, back into the fold there in Green Bay uh, just to get some continuity into the wide receiver room. So don't really see the weapons besides Derrick Henry uh, there, but they do play in a weak division, so that would be there. Uh, speaking of weak divisions, the Jets also comes in at his number four. Uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't like the – media in Green Bay or felt like that had a lot of scrutiny in Green Bay. What's it going to be in New York? I don't think he wants to touch that. And the Jets, again, how good are they on the defensive side of the ball? I knew they do have that uh, good cornerback, and they do have that rookie running back that got hurt. But I don't know what kind of weapons that they have. And, again, I don't think he wants to deal with that um, uh, New York media scrutiny. Uh, the Raiders, if he wants to be uh, teammates again with Devontae Adams, I think that uh, that only thing that would stop him there. Does he want to be in a competitive division? That cost would be for Brady as well. Does he want to be in the same division as Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Russell Wilson? I think Russell Wilson uh, is better than what he showed last season, despite my personal feelings towards the former Seahawk. Uh, coming in number two for Dominic is the Washington Commanders. Again, that's a scenario in the organization as a whole. I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to step into. Uh, they do have a couple of good offensive weapons uh, there, and their defense is pretty solid. And uh, you can't argue that if you put someone like Rodgers, uh, they would be a lot better because they would be if they had some decent quarterback play because they were right there on the cusp of the playoffs anyways. And then his number one the destination is, of course, the Green Bay Packers as well. But, Dominic, that is no fun there to put the Packers at a number one there. So he expects Rodgers to be back in the Green Bay. I don't know. I think it's uh, more of a possibility uh, for Rodgers to be back in Green Bay. Uh, but whoever the, they would trade him to will have to give up quite a lot uh, for Rodgers. And it's better to just sign Brady because you just have to sign him and whatnot. You wouldn't have to trade for him, I don't believe, uh, there. So uh, there you go. My uh, official pick for uh, Brady would be uh, the uh, Raiders, and I'm still not sold on where I want Rodgers to go, so you'll have to stick around uh, later on and maybe talk. I don't think it's going to be the Commanders. Um, I I do think it could be Green Bay, but, again, that's no fun, uh, right? And everyone's kind of saying the Jets, but 
I don't think it's the Jets either. He doesn't want to deal with the New York media. So uh, I uh, am out of time here on the uh, program. Thanks for listening to me ramble on and on. And I still got more rambling to do about the NBA and NHL coming up in the uh, pod. And uh, so I'll uh, talk to you tomorrow again. Stay safe out of there later on uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow. And uh, that's why I'll talk to you then. If not, catch you in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Harry and Fitz. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks still flying solo with you here today. Still got lots more to uh, talk about. Not lots more, but still got some NBA and NHL to uh, get to as well. And also I got to clean up some uh, sports in there that I didn't get to uh, hit on, including I just kind of mentioned the uh, headline there, but uh, the Colts are still wanting to meet with the defensive coordinator of the 49ers after canceling last week's interview to focus on the Niners game against the Cowboys. D'Amico Ryans has yet to, to uh, reschedule a meeting with Indianapolis. Ryans interviewed with Denver and Houston before canceling his meetings with Arizona and Indy. The Colts fired head coach Frank Wright during the regular season and have the fourth overall pick in the upcoming draft as well. And I saw that the uh, Cowboys coach as well, I think it was the defensive coordinator for them as well, canceled some meetings to kind of focus on preparations for the playoff game as well. So uh, two uh, big ups for those two coaches. Hey, speaking of the NFC East, the Giants feel they may have found their franchise QB. During the end of the season press conference, a New York general manager uh, said that the Giants would like to have Daniel Jones back next season. Well, Dan Jones would feel honored that he played well enough that you're going to have him back. The 25-year-old quarterback is an unrestricted free agent this offseason, as well as a lot of other Giants as well. Uh, Jones passed for 3,205 yards, 15 TDs, and five interceptions. Dual threat option and also ran for 708 yards and a seven touchdowns. If the two sides cannot strike a long-term deal, the projected cost for the franchise tag for a quarterback this spring with $31.7 million. The Giants had their season come to an end with a blowout loss to uh, the Eagles in the divisional round this past weekend. The Lakers are agreeing to a deal with the Wizards that will send a forward uh, Hachimura to LA in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and three second round picks. According to ESPN, the deal includes a 2023 second round pick via the Bulls. The Lakers own the 2029 and the less favorable of the uh, Wizards and Lakers 2028 second round picks. L.A. acquired Hachimura with the intentions of signing him to an extension later this summer. The 24-year-old told reporters last week, I just want to be somewhere that wants me as a basketball player. Speaking of the Wizards, they're expected to be without Porzingis for at least a couple weeks. ESPN reports the center suffered a sprained left ankle in Saturday's win over the Magic, and the team has officially listed him as week-to-week with the injury. Porzingis has had an impressive year for the Wizards, averaging 22 points a game, 8.8 rebounds. The 27-year-old is the Wizards' second-leading scorer and a top rebounder this season as well. Major League Baseball will have some new Hall of Famers uh, tonight as Major League Baseball will announce the 2023 
Derby Hall of Fame class. Scott Rowland, Todd Heldane, and Billy Wagner have the best chance of getting into Cooperstown after receiving at least 50% of the votes last year. Of course, a player needs at least 75% to get elected to the Hall of Fame. Players who also receive less than 5% of the votes or exceed a 10 years on the ballot will be removed from next year's class. Uh, Bronson Arroyo. That's a name that I haven't heard in a while. Bronson Arroyo, Carlos Beltran, and Jacoby Ellsbury are among 14 players making their debut on the ballot this year. The Baseball Writers of America will reveal the results at 6 p.m. Eastern on MLB Network, so 5 o'clock there. And speaking of baseball, be selling the L.A. Angels after all. Team owner uh, announced uh, Monday that the family is ending the exploratory process to sell the team and will maintain control of the franchise for the foreseeable future. This comes after uh, announced that he was exploring a possible sale of the ball club in August. Uh, the Angels have struggled in recent years. Of uh, yeah, well, yeah, of course, uh, missing the postseason for the past eight years. Uh, Monroe originally took over the team in 2003, a year after the Angels won the World Series. And finally, a Georgia football wide receiver is facing felony charges. Police say that Rodarius Thomas was arrested Monday morning for false imprisonment. Authorities say that uh, the junior was arrested by University of Georgia police and was released from the Athens-Clark County Jail after posting bond. The transfer receiver had 626 yards and seven touchdowns last year with Mississippi State. Law enforcement officials say Thomas was also charged with a misdemeanor battery family violence. Police are continuing to investigate the incident. And that is your Sports Center. Let's get more uh, on the uh, lighter side of uh, things of uh, sports. And uh, let's check in on the NBA. This was uh, some uh, good news for the Orlando Magic. Not only do they have the Celtics number, three of the losses for the Celtics this season have come at the hands of the Orlando Magic, one of the best teams in the league. And the Celtics, uh, they uh, just can't beat the uh, Magic. And they didn't again last night. Uh, they lost 113-298. It was also significant that uh, Orlando Magic player Isaiah, uh, Jonathan Isaac return to the lineup and he's been sidelined since August of 2020 with uh, knee injuries there and he came in got uh, some minutes and he ended up scoring 10 points as well in a 10 point in the 10 minutes of action as well he missed the entire 2020 season and 2021 22 seasons and played only two games in the bubble after first injuring his knee on January 1st in 2020 and he started a practice last month and he also played three games in the Magic G League team but this was the first NBA action in two years for Jonathan Isaac for the Magic. So uh, big accomplishment for him to get back on the floor and also contributing as well in the win as well. The Bucks, wow, 150-130 over the Pistons. Giannis going for 29 points last night, 150 points. Put up 49 in the opening quarter and then 30s the rest of the way. Play some defense, Detroit. Talking about the bad boys of... Bad boys, they are not. <laughs> Excuse me. The uh, like I mentioned in Sports Center earlier, the Bulls uh, they came back and they beat the Hawks 111 to 100 after a tough start. Only 17 points there in the opening quarter for the Bulls, but uh, they end up getting it done. It's not how you start; it's how you finish, and they finished strong. 
Uh, the Rockets, 119 over the Timberwolves, 114. Uh, the Jazz over the Hornets, 120-106. to Trailblazers, 147. Speaking of defense, can we play some D? San Antonio, as it was the Blazers, 147 over the Spurs, 127. Dame Lillard goes for 37 points. And the Kings win over the Grizzlies, 133 to 100. Sabonis, sixth triple-double of the season for him. He goes 14 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists as well for the victorious Sacramento Kings. Schedule for tonight in the NBA, as I mentioned, the Bulls, they're in Indy tonight to take on the uh, Pacers. Uh, Celtics are back in action against the Heat. Cavs are in New York at MSG to take on the Knicks, Nuggets, and Pelicans, Wizards, and Mavs, Hornets, and Suns, and it is the Clippers and Lakers. As I mentioned, the countdown is on for LeBron to break Kareem's record, uh, scoring record, only like 200 and some points away from that happening. And uh, games on TNT tonight, and a first game of the doubleheader is Celtics Heat. And then the second game is that Clippers and Lakers game, a battle for L.A. And it's also about the LeBron watch as well. So uh, that's what we'll be looking out for tonight. See how many points LeBron and how close he can climb to a Kareem. All right, uh, let's take a look at uh, the uh, hockey uh, from last night as it was the Rangers over the uh, Panthers, a 6-2. Panarin with three assists in the game and they also scored twice in 14 seconds as well scoring fast and furious for new york last night it was the maple leafs over the islanders five to two it was the sabers getting the win in ot over the stars of three to two and austin power first goal of the season for buffalo and he wins it in overtime over dallas and also in overtime, it was the Flames over the uh, Blue Jackets, 4-3. So there was hockey last night, so not a lot going on from last night. Uh, games going on this evening at the Sharks, Red Wings, uh, Bruins, and Canadiens. Kings, Flyers, you also got the Panthers, Penguins. That's a decent matchup there. Uh, Wild and Lightning, that's a good one. Uh, Knights and Devils, that's a pretty good one. It's the game of the night. On Hulu, ESPN Plus, uh, the Jets and uh, Preds as well, uh, Ducks, Coyotes, Capitals, Avalanche, Blackhawks, and uh, Canucks, and also we got Buffalo in St. Louis tonight to take on the uh, Blues as well. So that is a look at what's happening in the hockey world this evening. So. Uh, let's see here. Is there anything on the uh, headlines on ESPN that I didn't? I get to, I think that I've got to a lot of things here. Kind of came in late that the uh, Red Sox, they're acquiring a a shortstop. That's right. They're acquiring Alberto Mondesi from uh, the uh, Royals, according to uh, Jeff Passens. Uh, The uh, Royals received Josh Taylor in exchange for Mondesi and a player to be named later. According to uh, uh, Passens, Mondesi has played in only 50 games over the past two seasons because of some injuries. Uh, Mondesi was limited to 15 games during the 2022 season after suffering a torn uh, ACL. Why did they uh, spell out the... uh, They didn't say ACL, they... uh, the technical term for they actually had it all out 
Why did they do that? Trying to trip me up here. Torn ACL in his left knee. Uh, he tipped it a pickoff play in May, and he also played in only 35 games in 2021 for left hamstring and oblique injuries as well. And, man, uh, the other player that they sent to um, Kansas City missed the entire 2020. 2022 season because of back issues and three MLB seasons. He had a 3.9 ERA, 129 strikeouts and 44 walks in 102 innings of work. And also the Royals also sent Michael A. Taylor to the twins yesterday and night as well. So uh, twins making some moves. Uh, what we didn't even mention the, the move acquiring uh, Pablo uh, Lopez, uh, another team around here was, uh, you know, Pablo Lopez. Nope. Going to the Twins, and it looks like Jazz Chisholm is going to be a playing center field there for Skip Schumacher at the helm there. So, mm. uh, pretty good second baseman or, uh, you know, could have slid him over to short as well. Looked like he was taking over that position. Nope, we're going to move him to center field. That seems like a good, good place for him out there in uh, the big ballpark. That is the uh, Marlins ballpark there. So, all right. Royals making some moves. Twins making some moves. And the Red Sox acquiring a entry plague shortstop. So, good luck with uh, how that all works out. Uh, looks like the KD is going to be still out two more weeks. Um, and it looks like that is it. But, uh Looks like we got some Super Bowl announcements for the uh, pregame. Of course, Rihanna being the halftime uh, performer there on a Fox. Looks like uh, Chris Stapleton. Hey, how about that? We play a lot of him on WCRC. Love Stapleton's voice. He's going to be singing the national anthem and R&B legend Babyface. I'm usually talking about baby faces in wrestling, but R&B legend Babyface will perform America the Beautiful there on a February 12th in State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, while Rihanna and who will show up at the halftime show. They always have some, some surprise special guests uh, that they've kind of been into uh, lately and will perform the halftime show as well. And uh, so... There you go. Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem at Babyface. America the Beautiful. Two significant songs there before the game there. All right. So I'll be watching out for the Hall of Fame announcements uh, tonight. And we'll be keeping track of that weather as well uh, to close out the show here. Not sure what we're going to be doing tomorrow. I think I know what I would do or what I would call for, but um, checking uh, on us. Uh, we might have a pod. We might have a show. Uh, I can't really say for sure. It all depends on how the weather is and see if we can get here uh, to the uh, studios or not. So uh, don't be alarmed if we uh, don't have a, a show uh, tomorrow or hopefully we'll have a podcast in some sort of fashion. We got to recap a lot of things. We got that line game to recap. We got uh, the NTC tournament to uh, recap. Uh, we'll just kind of have to play it by ear with the uh, weather and see how that all comes out on uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow as well. So uh, make sure you stick around to the uh, podcast feed. Uh, but I'm going to get out of here for the uh, day and you're off the hook of listening to me ramble on and on. So 
thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Hopefully, uh, stay safe out there as well uh, with the uh, snow in uh, coming. I'm seeing some large snow totals here. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, be safe out there and be uh, weather aware uh, for sure. Make sure you have all the essentials in your car as well. And uh, so uh, that's a little PSA uh, from me to close out the uh, podcast. So uh, we'll talk to you again uh, very, very soon, if not uh, tomorrow. So uh, we'll talk to you when we talk to you again. Peace. Peace.